You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Emac. What is up, everybody? This is your boy Emac coming at you, baby. Bonus episode, middle of the week. Actually, it's Thursday, but for me, it's middle of the week. And you know your boy had to come strong with this latest blockbuster trade, shocking trade of the New York Knicks trading Kristaps Porzingis to the Dallas Mavericks. Holy smokes, I wasn't expecting this from the Knicks at all. As soon as I heard it, on my 45-minute drive on my way home from work, started thinking about it. I started kind of like listening to different sides and all that good stuff. And I know in New York right now, everybody and their mother, it's like booing. And I can't believe the Knicks traded the future and all that good stuff. And come on, man. You know, Porzingis was the building block of the team. It was our true superstar since like Patrick Hewen and all that good stuff. You know, we Knicks fans have a very, very short memory because we booed the crap out of Porzingis when he was drafted number four overall. Remember three years ago, the little kid doing his thing? Oh, I can't believe that. And we were upset. Stephen A. Smith was so upset because we didn't get, we didn't draft Justice Winslow. And then, of course, everybody swallowed their words and their boos because Porzingis turned out to be a pretty decent player to begin with. But anyway, look, he was traded today. My thoughts, I know everybody in New York is pretty, pretty pissed off. But I really want to break this down real quick for you guys. Um, and my thoughts and what I think, I think it was a trade that it kind of developed late today. I, some of the sources say that Porzingis was not happy with the Knicks management and the direction the team was going to with the way they're winning. Right now, the Knicks have 10 wins, which is the least amount of wins in the uh, in the league, in the NBA. So therefore, I think this had a lot to do with it. Porzingis probably wasn't ready or wasn't thinking that he was going to be that ambassador and sign with the team and then bring people over see if we could attract some players so he showed his uh displeasure this morning and bam he was traded but anyway look Porzingis I'm a fan I'm a fan of the unicorn I I, I love his skill what he could do at 7-3 career-wise he's gave him some good numbers so the big question overall this year was do we sign Porzingis to a max contract even though he hasn't finished a season yet with the Knicks look first year he plays 72 games that was the most games he's ever played in the three years he's been in the league. This is year four, and he hasn't even started yet. He may not even play this year. So that was a big question. Were the Knicks ready to tie up all this money? And was he be enough to bring free agents over here? 72 games he played his first year, averaged 14 points a game. We know the deal. Rookie, had some good numbers, great highlights. Year after that, which was year two with Melo, 18 points a game. You know, increases scoring average by four points every year. Shooting percentage, everything went up. Only played 66 games. And last year, 48 games, which was his coming out party. 22 points a game last year, almost 23. I mean, he was getting his numbers on the rise. You know, I really liked the way this kid was playing. He was the heart and soul of the team. You know, he was chosen for an all-star. But think about it. I think the Knicks looked at this from a point of, all right, we're going to go all in. We're going to put all our chips on the table. And it's going to be, number one, let's see if we could tank. Finish tanking the rest of the year. And get a good chance at Zion Williamson or R.J. Barrett. That was a big elephant in the room. Number two, the only way we're going to trade and make some salary cap and move some of these salaries, like Courtney Lee, who they did, which they, they owe him $12.8 million next year, would have to be with, you know, departing from Porzingis. And the only trade Knicks are going to get is Porzingis in it. So I think with the fact of Porzingis' inability to finish a season, a complete season, and being hurt so much. And I guess his ACL tear is also another big factor of how some players do come back or do not come back as good as they were before. It's a gamble. They gambled. The Knicks went all in, put the chips in the center of the table, and said, I'm all in. Trading Porzingis, I'm going to get rid of some salary, and hey, 
that's exactly what the Knicks did today, shocking the rest of the league and the rest of the world. So pretty much right now, let's the trade goes as it is. So the Knicks traded Porzingis, Courtney Lee, Trey Burke, and Tim Hardaway. The Knicks received Dennis Smith Jr. They received Wesley Matthews and I believe two, two uh, future first-round picks as well. That's pretty huge on the first-round pick-wise. Personnel-wise, we got Dennis Smith Jr., which we could have drafted last year instead of Frank Nilekina, but we chose to pass on Dennis Smith Jr. Stupid again. So this is what I'm looking at. Wesley Matthews, expiring contract, no big deal. DeAndre Jordan, I think he has a two-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Courtney Lee, we own $12.8 million, and I know we signed Hardaway to like $45 or $60 million two years ago. So we're getting rid of a lot of caps. Now, this, this actually freed up cap space. About $71 million a year is what I read earlier, meaning we have enough money in the bank to sign two major free agents. Yes, again, Knicks are putting their whole chips. They're going all in in the center. They're putting their, all their chips in the middle of the table, in the center of the table, and they're going all in on landing of Durant, maybe a Kyrie Irving, which I'm not a fan because Kyrie also has a long history of injuries. Maybe a Kemba Walker. That's not bad, actually. I don't know about Anthony Davis. Hey, you got Kawhi Leonard as a free agent as well. So, yes, the Knicks are counting on, hey, we got a lot of money. Come over because we're going to sign more than one big dog. We're going to sign more than one free agent. So, guess what? You're coming over and you're going to play with another big-time free agent. That's a that's the Knicks' approach right now for the offseason next year. And then, of course, we sucked so much. Not only that, that we're going to have probably Zion Williamson in your squad. So the Knicks are banking on bringing two big, big dogs, the biggest fish out there, a Durant, a Irvin, a Kawhi Leonard maybe. Uh, I don't know about Anthony Davis because he has to get traded. Kemba Walker. That's what they're banking on. And then having such a, maybe having a top five draft pick also as well to play with these cats. That's what the Knicks are using right now as they're marketing to bring players to the freaking team. Unreal. So in regards to the Dallas Mavs, I don't think they're going to make a push for the playoffs this year anymore because, you know, they did trade DeAndre Jordan and Dennis Smith Jr. I understand Dennis Smith Jr. He wasn't fitting with uh, Luka Doncic because, you know, Luka Doncic is the better player and is the player that needs to have the ball on his hands all the time in order to uh, that team to be successful because he makes his own shots, makes other people's better. No fault of Dennis Smith Jr. at all. So he needed to get traded. And I think, you know what, this is a good addition for the Knicks. Dennis Smith has a lot of upside still in his career. This is a kid that can average 17, 18 a game in the next couple of years without a problem. That's a good role player. That's a good two, two you know, another guy that comes, that could start as, and the point, or can even, even though he's short, he could be, he could also play the two. Uh, DeAndre Jordan could just be the guy in the middle for a couple of years. He could probably come off the bench or also start. And then you just pretty much surround them with the rest of the players the Knicks have. I mean, forget about Wesley Matthew is just a guy that, they, you know, yeah, you got to take this contract with you. But the Knicks have still Kevin Knox, Alonzo Trier, uh, Von Ley, Robinson, a lot of young cats on that on that team that could definitely come up. All right. We still got Frank Nilekina, but I don't think Frank Nilekina is part of the future of the Knicks. And Moutier, another another cast off from another team. It's not going to be part of the future of the Knicks. Dennis Smith will be for sure. And DeAndre Jordan because he's under that contract. So, again, we're banking on these role players and these young cats to play with a possible couple of big fishes. Durant, maybe. I don't know. You know, Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irvin. A lot of cats out there, man. And Anthony Davis is still out there. He's still requesting a trade. So, hey, this was huge. This was huge. 
Now on the flip side for the Dallas Mavericks, so we eliminate the Dennis Smith issue in regards to playing alongside Luka Doncic. And I don't think it was Luka's fault. It wasn't Luka's fault. And it wasn't, and it wasn't a no fault at all of uh, Dennis Smith. So it, that's exactly what they get. So now that's 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 the part they need to get rid of. Uh, DeAndre Jordan was all contract, was all money. Same thing with Wesley Matthews. In return, Trey Burke come off the bench as a good backup point guard. Now that uh, Barrera is hurt, Barrera. They get Corny Lee, good shooter. Tim Hardaway, big 6'6 wing. That can also shoot it and fill it up, but is also athletic to take it to the rack. So I see the future. Again, Kristaps Porzingis comes back healthy next year. Dude, then you got a full year out of Kristaps, Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Barnes, and then all the surrounding cats they have there. Wow. They might be a fun team to to watch out for. Uh, In regards to the athleticism, they're going to put up a lot of threes. Oh my gosh, a lot of threes because... Uh, they got Kleber, that guy can shoot threes. They got, um, my God, they got a lot of cats off the bench. They got a few guys that can shoot threes, including Luka. And now with Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway, you are setting up shooters in every corner so Luka can just penetrate and dish out or keep the defense honest on the wing and then Luka can just take it to the rack. That's what you got. And if, when Chris Pusigas come back, same thing. Stretch big, shoot from the outside, can take it in. Lots of highlights. So that's what they did. They solved both of their problems. The Knicks created cap space to go fishing after big free agent fish. Then they could actually sign two big free agent big dogs, man. All right. And then the Knicks are still in the hunt for the top pick in this year's NBA lottery. In this year's draft. Wow. I don't know what to say in regards to what's going to happen in the future as a Nick fan, I'm going to miss Porzingis. I'm a big Unicorn fan. At least I was. He's not in the team anymore. So good riddance, Kristoff. The best to you. But now you're the enemy. As a Nick fan that loves the team and wants to see a winning product on the court. And going back to the heydays that I grew up with, with Patrick Ewan, all the way to Allen Houston. And the last time we made the freaking playoffs, well, forget the playoffs. The last time we made the playoffs was with Carmelo, and we struggled. We won one game by luck. But the last time we were successful to win, it was cats like Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston, Larry Johnson were wearing Knicks jersey. That's a long time ago, folks. That's a very long time ago for success uh, for my New York Knicks, who are a historic franchise, who play in probably one of the most exciting arenas, the Mecca, Madison Square Garden. It is time. It is time for the Knicks to rise from the dust and the ashes, man, and claim what's ours, which is NBA royalty. But again, it's a big gamble, and there's still the part of what if. If Kristaps Porzingis becomes the player that we know he can be when healthy, 23-24 game, which we know he can do, wow, it's a slap in the face. And again, for this all to work, for this trade to be, to completely be a success for the Knicks, somebody big has to sign for New York next year. And yes, big elephant in the room, we got to make sure we get either Zion Williams or RJ Barrett. I'd rather Zion. Zion is the big fish. So if Zion, if we are able to draft number one, get Durant or any of the other big dogs to come to the Knicks, which is very, very difficult, then this trade was well worth it and shout out and kudos to the front office. At the moment, 
it's a 50-50 split. And if I was a betting man, which I am, 50-50s are just your odds and you got to live with it. And if you made that bet, just hope for the, the chips fall into place, like signing a free agent and also drafting Zion Williams. That's right, guys. I needed to get on here and give you my instant reaction because it's a huge freaking trade, man. And, and it affects one of my squads, bro, the Knicks. Thank you for listening. This is your boy, E-Man. Hey, came with a little quick bonus episode this week. Instant reaction to Chris Porzingis getting traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Yo, signing out. Peace. Oh.